0: This is the Fantasy Champion Show. This is the Fantasy Champion Show. This is the Fantasy Champion Show, presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. This is the Fantasy Champion Show. This is the Fantasy Champion Show. This is the Fantasy Champion Show, presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. Now live from the Merchants Auto Studio, here's Nick Anastas and Ryan Stores. Round 3 here on the Fantasy Champion Show. They can ask us, Ryan Stores We're presented by North End, Subaru, and Mazda. Their specials are online at buynorthend.com. We're here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. We're on TuneIn. And we're online at ESPNNHradio.com. on Twitter at ESPNNH. All right, we haven't even gotten to the schedule yet. And we want to thank again Tristan Concroft of ESPN.com for jumping on. But we've got a lot of ground to cover here over the next 10 or 15 minutes. Every game, and then the sleepers, we'll start with Detroit and New Orleans, and we've already talked a little bit about Drew Brees, about some of his weaponry, especially Michael Thomas. Brandon Cooks, does he rebound? I think so. I think it's the right matchup. Uh, on the Detroit side, there's there's a lot, I think, of up and down going on. Marvin Jones disappearing, reemerged a little bit last week uh, with 54 yards, but that's been his highest floor lately. His targets have kind of gone down since he had a monster September. Now he's fighting with an injury as well. Golden uh, seems like he's got a, a nose for the end zone. Uh, maybe that's a, a high-risk-reward play, and, and I don't think you can trust Golden Tate again after he had just 21 yards and a fumble and really killed owners uh, a couple of weeks back.
1: Yeah, I think uh, a lot of those players in the same category, especially Marvin Jones, hasn't really done much in the last few weeks. Uh, but Ebron, uh tight end that did absolutely nothing last week. I think he's got a pretty good chance to get back in the end zone against the same defense. I like uh I like Kate maybe as a flex uh, staffer can start. Obviously there's a lot of points we think in this game, um with two defenses that are definitely level of points. And then we talked about Michael Thomas earlier in the uh in the show. I think he's gonna be a definite start and uh hopefully get the end zone at least once. Um I like uh, I like like you said Cooks the rebound and uh, both the quarterbacks, I mean, like I said, a lot of rebound.
0: L.A., New England. Want to make sure we get the Patriots out of the way this week. New England giving 13, by the way. The over-under is just 45. Uh, sounds like a typical Pats game. Their offense a little slow last week against the Jets. Uh, obviously, no Gronkowski. We covered that. We gave you a couple of names in his stead. Uh, Edelman, I don't know if he goes or not, but you got to probably keep going with Dion Lewis, right, with that short pass game. And then if they got a lead in the fourth quarter, the mop-up man is Ben LeGarrette one who leads the NFL in fourth quarter yards at nearly 300. L.A. side, good things last week, bad defense on the other side. New England's better than New Orleans defensively, but they're not great. I think they can be scored on. Um, you know, Kenny Britt still seems to be the main beneficiary, no matter who's a quarterback. I think this is a, a game where Gurley can probably get on track. Goff's still not startable, but, again, worth monitoring. And Tavon Austin is obviously uh, – Boomer Busk, high risk, low reward, uh, uh, potentially. So any names are missing there. We, we talked about Malcolm Mitchell for the Patriots. I think we
1: just about covered. Yeah, that pretty much covered it. I would go out on the limb here and you can yell at me if you want. Um, I might sit on here Because he just really hasn't been fantasy relevant all season long, and I think there might be better options. If you're I don't running, know. If you're running for the playoffs, Teams have, teams have
0: tried to take him away, yeah. you know, and, and that's
1: what the Patriots do. Yeah, so they take away their best player and I think that's Todd Gurley. So I think if you have other options, you know, on the bench that you're looking to get in there and maybe get some points, it might be a good week to do it. Gurley just really has to impressed this year. Hope it changes, but it might be a time to sit them
0: Denver and Jacksonville here on the Fantasy Champion Show. Broncos giving five over under. is 41. I'll let you start.
1: Jimmy me mean, he definitely um, stepped in and, and played pretty well and uh, did a lot of passing yards and did some long touchdowns there. Uh, a lot of flex availability here. Uh, we talked about Booker a little bit. He's been kind of up and down. I don't see a breakout game here against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's it a pretty decent matchup, but I feel like they're, you know, Booker's been kind of week to week and good sometimes, bad sometimes. So I think the wide receivers are a good option here. I think the Broncos defense is a good defense to start. Jacksonville really hasn't been getting a lot done in the running back situation banged up players there, both Yeldon and Ivory are both banged up. Um You may even see uh Robinson. Yeah, Robinson. Denard Robinson. Robinson, yeah. He may actually get most of the carries there. So stay away from that. But other than that, not a lot of options here on both sides. But definitely look at the wide receivers on the Broncos
0: side. Yeah, I think Booker probably, you know, with them with the lead, gets enough carries to warrant a start at least. Maybe a running back, too. Uh there. San Francisco, Chicago. This one in Chicago. Bears are giving two and a half. Over under is 44 and a half. Uh, both offenses struggled. I'd avoid this one everywhere. Tristan liked Vance McDonald at the tight end spot. I suppose that's pretty good. Uh Colin Kaepernick, all of a sudden, again, on the ground, dual threat. Maybe this is a favorable option. Maybe it's a cheap daily league. Uh, play. I don't think Chicago is anything to be feared on defense uh, although they're decent across the board pretty much with the numbers but I think Colin Kaepernick can can probably give you a low end maybe quarterback one start. You like Jordan Howard. I like Jordan Howard. Everybody likes Jordan Howard. Same thing on the other side with his counterpart and Carlos Hyde. Other than that I don't like any of the receivers.
1: None of them. One of them I would mention is Marquez Wilson he's going to be giving me an update in, uh, in targets. Uh and Meredith's been good kind of uh, throughout the year with uh with Jeffrey going down. Uh but I feel like uh Wilson's been kinda of getting more of the targets and uh, maybe Yeah,
0: maybe he had nine place. last week, you're right.
1: So actually he, had eleven last week. In a good matchup, you know, in this week I wouldn't blame yeah. anybody else, but yeah, that's I'm a good having. one. I think you're right. There's not a lot of wide receivers to look at here. But you know, you start your Howard and I, I would start Kaepernick too. We talked about him with uh with, 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 with as well, so I think he's an option as well.
0: Keep it going with Houston and Green Bay, Ryan. Packers given six over under is
1: 45. Houston and Green Bay? Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, obviously the Houston, uh, I'm sorry, the Packers, uh, a good win last week and uh, everybody was saying what's going on with the Packers it was going on there. Rodgers. he just goes out and, uh, with a quick passing game. Right. Back. Rogers is
0: not the problem. And anyone says he is hasn't been watching the games.
1: Yeah. Period. Well, he's, he, he, if that team has a better record, uh, he's, be, he's uh, the number be,
0: two ranked player in fantasy right now. Yeah.
1: He's still got MVP. Status Ray over over if that seems to have been a better record. So yep. uh, he's not a problem. Start him. Uh obviously the running back situation, good luck. Uh but look at uh, Devontae Adams. I mean he had two touchdowns last week. I think like he's had a couple of weeks this year. Really so, coming into yeah. it into his own here. Yeah. Yeah. A prototypical third year wide receiver, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So he's coming into his own. I think he's gonna be a number of wide receiver one uh moving forward. He might even be a number of wide receiver one in that offense. Green Nelson obviously still gets done gets it done with what he does, but uh, Adams seems to be the red zone target, uh, gets a lot of targets, and can give the red zone very easily.
0: Yeah, and it's come, I think, at the expense of Randall Cobb as well. It was mm-hmm. probably a risky flex at this point with the emergence of Adams, and obviously still Jordy is solid on the outside. James Starks looked pretty good uh, back on Monday night, and if he's going to be the guy, then then he's going to be the guy. So he's at least, I think, gets carries, although they're throw first, as we know. Kansas City, Atlanta, here on the Fantasy Champion Show, presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. Falcons are home favorites, giving four over under is forty nine, which means the bookies think it's going to be high scoring. Uh, Atlanta looked pretty good against what was supposed to be a good Arizona defense last week, right? They spread it around through the air, as Tristan highlighted. They ran the football well with both backs. Coleman uh, seems like he's he's healthy again. And Freeman has has been pretty good, including he's gotten a lot of targets in the red zone. On the other side, you like Travis Kelsey. Uh you probably like Tyra Kill, but there's a little bit of a a uh, little bit of a caveat there because he's been still inconsistent. I think it's still too small of a sample size to really automatically pencil the guy in. But and Macklin might be coming back, might. Um, at least that's the latest I saw. Uh, anything else here? Uh, again, outside of the names we already mentioned,
1: including Gabriel, Sanu, and Jones in, in the earlier segment. Uh, yeah, I think you mentioned it with Tyreek Hill. I think he's been a benefit of Macklin not playing at all. So, um, that's why he's, he's been up there. But he is a good talent. And I think he's still going to be relevant in the offense. So we'll go ahead and start him if you have a, as an option. But be a little weary there, especially if Macklin comes back. But there's a lot of points to go around here. Um you know, got in the end zone last week. Freeman, obviously. Uh, he still started pulling Jones even though he's been a little bit down with, uh, Gabriel's doing well, it's new. Um, but I think he starts Jones and he starts great. You can start, or you can at flex Gabriel to important in the matchup. What about with the
0: Chiefs of Spencer Ware? Because he's, he hasn't been the same in the last couple of games.
1: I think he's flexed him just because he has a lot of options, uh, a lot of, a lot of opportunities, I should say, uh, in that run game. There's really nobody else there that's going to get the, really the carry, so I think he's going to be a flex option for.
0: All right, speed round continues here on the Fantasy Champion Show. Dolphins at the Ravens. The birds are given three and a half with the OU at about 42. A lot of good defense here, especially on the Baltimore side. I think daily league owners or daily league players look elsewhere besides Jai, although he's, uh, he's been slowing down too. Only 200 yards combined in his last three games and the Ravens aren't playing games uh, against the run. Which, uh, what, what's this here? 66 rushing yards per game to opposing backfields. That's lead the league. Um, uh, so temper expectations for a Jai. Do they adjust and go with Parker? Um, he's been kind of phased out with the emergence of a Jai. Maybe he comes back in, but, um, his flow is I think lower enough, uh, low enough now to make him a risky flex. Uh, you guys like Kenneth Dixon. Tristan likes him. I want to see more. I'm, I'm not going to weigh in yet. And uh, Devontae Parker's still a red zone target. They might have to uptick the throws. Uh, if you're going to beat Baltimore, you, you have to beat them through the air. Maybe Parker uh,
1: is the guy because of the red zone numbers, and he's been on a pretty good tear for the Dolphins during this win streak. Yeah, absolutely. I like Parker as like a, a long-term solution, especially if you're in Dax. I think he's going to be the man there. Obviously, Landry does what he does, and he's been a little bit banged up um, and hasn't been 100% the last few weeks. He met, and that's why Parker. Numbers have gone up, but I like him moving forward for the rest of the season. This matchup's very tough. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, for dynasty owners, I think you can circle Parker if you want him to yep. keep him. Uh, but I, I actually am pretty high on Dixon, just like Tristan uh, is. I think he's going to be the top back in that, in that, uh, stable, um, in that, in that running back stable there. So I like him for the rest of the season. I actually like him pretty, uh, in this matchup as well. So it's a 2 I'm circle.
0: Your Philadelphia Eagles on the road in Cincinnati. Eagles, road favorites, giving a point, and the over-under is at 42.
1: Yeah, I'm not starting a lot of Eagles. I'm not starting Wentz. Uh, Eagles run back situation. Uh, Tristan mentioned, uh, and I do like his future, uh, with a banked up scroll and a banked up Matthews. is not a good thing. Uh, Smallwood well, just hasn't had enough, uh, experience in that position yet, but I think he will be good moving forward. But, uh, we saw a little uptick in, uh, Green Beckham's, so, uh, passing game there, receiving game, I should say. Uh, Matthews is still a little banked up at the ankle. So, I mean, not a lot of options there on the Eagles side. And then, on, um, for the Bengals, if you look at Tyler Effort, I think it was a good opportunity for him to get in the end zone, uh, running back situation. The Eagles have been actually pretty decent about showing another running back. I think that first, one well, of the first touchdowns, uh.
0: Still, but Hill's gonna get enough carries, I think, to warrant a start.
1: Yeah. And I also look at Tyler Boyd because of uh, AJ Green being out. So, I think he did pretty well the last couple of weeks with that. So I think there's like, some options there. More on the Bengals side than the Eagles side,
0: as long as Jordan Matthews is healthy enough to play, he's healthy enough he's to start. out there. Camp. I just don't know how
1: long he's going to last. He tried to go out after he got hurt Monday night. um second like half and came right back out. So. Still, you
0: wouldn't want to have a solid game on the bench. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd, I'd go ahead and trust him if, uh, if Billy's going to trust him. Yeah. Buffalo, Oakland on the West Coast. Raiders giving only a field goal. How about that? Implied total is 49 and a half. All right. I'll start with the Bills here. Um, they're not as good on the road as they are at home. We'll start that. The splits show that. The stats show that. Uh, they don't throw the ball, even when they're trailing, okay? So if you're desperate, and I might be desperate in one of my leagues at the flex spot, Gillisley's back. We've seen him score and have a role and manage some pretty good days on the ground and through the air, even with McCoy in the lineup. So if he's back against a susceptible Raider defense, that might be a very, very deep and risky flex in in, in Gillisley. Uh Obviously, you like Carr on the other side. You like the receivers, and you, you roll with the Murray train as long as it's going full throttle right now. Although I think a touchdown and some, some late yardage again last week kind of salvaged his day. So there is a risk there. And Sammy Watkins, who got loose on a 62-yard bomb, just to remind everybody that he's still a factor, and I think has a pretty good matchup here. Snap count, maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Uh, risky, I think, but but a, definitely a high reward, and, and maybe a low end, too, here against Oakland.
1: Yeah, it's not a flex option. He's definitely, you know his talent, so if he, he's out there. They're going to try to get him the ball as much as they can, but like he said, it could be a snap count. Um, but I like what McCoy did last week. I'm a little bit, like you said, a little bit worried about Murray. Uh, the Bills defense, especially the run game, is pretty stingy. So if you have better options there, I would roll with somebody else. Um, but other than that, I like what you said about walk-ins. I would, I would put him in the flex if you have them available. You roll with McCoy. I'm not going on, uh, on, uh, Ky- uh, Kyra Taylor, but I am playing on Derek Carr. All
0: right. Tampa Bay and San Diego here on the fantasy champion show. Chargers at home giving three and a half
1: over under 47 and a half. And I'll let you keep going. Well, I like what Winston did last week. Wasn't a lot of points, obviously 14 points, but they're able to beat the Seahawks at home game. So. I like what he can do against a pretty good matchup against the Chargers. So I think I would start James Winston if you want him. Uh the running back situation with, with Doug Martin coming back still hasn't really done much. Um yeah, it's only been a few games. So it kind of maybe maybe a flex option there, but not a lot of um positivity going forward with the running back situation. But obviously you start my Mike Evans, he had two touchdowns last week, the only two touchdowns last week. Uh so you roll with him. And the other side too, I feel like uh, you know, Seahawks only got five points last week. I don't know what happened. Uh, Tristan talked about that earlier in the show too. So I think the the, the, the Chargers bounce back. He can start Rivers. You want to start Melvin Gordon. So he's got some good wide receiver options there. Even inman has been stepping in, but Tyrell Williams has been playing well. Uh, but I wouldn't I wouldn't go towards the tight end. But the wide receivers definitely looking to start those guys in the running back the ball, so.
0: Yeah, and I'm paying the price in daily leagues for Melvin Gordon from here on out. San Diego knows how to run him in year number two. They feed him inside the ten-yard line. And inside the five, he leads the NFL and carries in both those categories. A stud moving forward. We're going to keep moving forward here. We're running out of time, though. we got to speed it up. Sunday sit-down with Jared Scaley is coming up next. The GMAC taking on the Steelers. Pittsburgh home favorites giving five and a half. Over-under is high, 49. Uh, I think this is a game with a lot of green lights, similar to uh, some of the games we've already talked about on the board. Bookies agree with the high over-under. Roethlisberger, Bell, Brown, go ahead, trot them out. Uh, even the tight end spot with Green, we'll see what kind of a snap count he's on. But, again, he's an athlete, and this is a good matchup. And Rashard Jennings on the other side is probably the riskiest play for the Giants because I like the two wide receivers. I even like Eli this week as a low three. Uh, the fact that they're in Pittsburgh is not not as daunting as it, as it was. Um, anybody I'm missing here or that you disagree with?
1: No, I mean, I like that with, uh, with Eli because, uh, unfortunately I do have to start him this week with Mariano on bye, So Eli, I hope he does have a good week. I go ahead and start him. Uh, I think going to flex for Sterling Shepard. Uh, definitely start Odell. Yeah. I'd, like you said, I'd stay away from the running back situation. Uh, but it's a pretty good matchup. I think that, uh, you know, both defenses, uh, Giants are probably a little bit better, but I think there's going to be some opportunities for, uh, maybe on Bell. Uh, obviously you're starting Antonio Brown. We'll see what happens with the tight end situation. Uh, I know off air we talked to uh, Tristan about with the Darius uh, three, see how the mergers go. They, to, they might be able to snap out there, but I think it's a good option. For-
0: Washington, Arizona spread is. Skins giving 2.5, over-under is 49.5, another game that may see some points. Uh, Arizona got lit up on the road by Atlanta, and that was semi-predictable. Is Washington in the same neighborhood offensively as the Falcons. I think they probably are. Sheer volume wise, Cousins gonna throw, throw, throw. Uh, your boy, Mr. Kelly, has looked good. Uh, was kinda kept in check a little bit on Thanksgiving, but again, they were trailing in that game. I think this game stays close and he plays a big role. And on the other side, you wanna run with Palmer at home, I think he's a different quarterback at home in the desert, then, then probably go ahead. Uh, you have to go with Larry Fitzgerald. You have to go with David Johnson. Outside of that though, very risky. Deshaun Jackson, I know he rewarded owners last week, but he's going to have Patrick Peterson to deal with, I think for sure. Um Jordan Reed is is a volume heavy guy. We talked about Jermaine Grissom is maybe a sleeper tight end. And my man, Jamison Crowder, continues to find the end
1: zone for the skins. Yeah, that was the one player I was going to talk about is Crowder. I think he's going to benefit from Peterson probably playing uh Deshaun Jackson in, in uh Chicago. Obviously uh where did they, is, uh Jordan oh Reed's hurt. Is he yeah. I think he's playing. Oh yeah, he oh he's playing? Well regardless, I, think I think so. I think it's, it's gonna be James McCrowder's day. Uh are to get in the end zone, I'd say at least once They match up. I think Raw Kelly can get it done at the Cardinals defense. The team in general has been playing pretty bad the last few weeks. Letting up a lot of points we Atlanta run over them. I think Washington's gonna just as good enough off.
0: one more here. Two more. Carolina Seattle. Seahawks giving seven. Over-under is just 44. And yeah, that's the Sunday night game. So that'll be heard here tonight on ESPN New Hampshire with coverage beginning at 8.30. Um, I'll let you go first.
1: Talking about the Sunday night game? Yep. Yeah, we're going to start uh, I think we can start Cam Newton in this game if you, if you got him. And, uh, you, want to, you want to hold Olsen who obviously gets it done. And I think Russell Wilson's gonna bounce back as well. The defense on the um on well, the Ka- Carolina
0: is is good against the run. Yeah. And as we know, susceptible against the pass. Seattle's at home. This should be a bounce back game for Wilson on paper. Yeah. And the fruits should be spread around a little bit as well. Yeah. I like the tight end there.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you start Russell Wilson.
0: And your yeah. guess, or anybody's guess, is as good as ours in terms of, uh, what's going on there in the backfield. Yeah, I mean, we've got
1: Thomas Rolls highlighted here with a lot of injuries behind him. And we talked to Tristan about that, and them getting the rid of, uh, Tristan Michael, which is bad, bad timing for them. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think Thomas Rolls, we haven't seen much from him. He has only three and a half yards for Gary. Uh, so I stay away from that. But start Russell Wilson, start Doug Baldwin, and start Jimmy Graham. I think those are your best options there in Seattle. A lot of defense that has
0: been given up a lot of Indy and the Colts Monday night football. That'll be heard tomorrow night here on ESPN New Hampshire at seven forty five. Colts are giving one their road favorites over under is fifty. Yeah, I think uh, I think probably luck has a good game. And I know Tristan said the Jets have been better against the past, but better means still below average. Right. Okay. And we're still talking about Andrew Luck and the Colts are still right now alive in that division race. I think T.Y. Hilton is pretty good. Uh, on the other side, you know, the Colts haven't been very good on defense either. So maybe the Jets do have some long scoring drives. I think Fitz is probably a sneaky, uh, maybe even a sneaky start at quarterback. Brandon Marshall's due for some kind of a big game here. Um, seems like he's come alive the last couple of weeks in the second half of games.
1: Well, uh, guy,
0: Christian Anuwa, and a yeah, yeah, a It might be a guy, and uh, and even Bilal Powell, sneaky good over the last three weeks, um, playing a lot of snaps on offense for the Jets. Might not be a bad uh, low end flex play as well.
1: Yeah, he's not really a reliever for Forte. He gets involved a lot in that offense, so he's, he's an option. Maybe a flex option uh, for some owners out there that have some people that are hurt. Uh, you can definitely pencil him in. Uh, it's definitely a start, Forte as well. And I like both those wide receivers in this matchup. Like, he does isn't that good. So, some options off to this yeah.
0: Alright. Sleeper time. A, B, and C. Sleeper A and B. Go ahead. I'm
1: going to go with sleeper A. We talked about him, and Tristan actually cemented my point. We, um, he said that, you know, he, he's owned in about half the league, but I'm going to go, um, Kenneth Dixon for the, for the Ravens. Uh, I think he's got a really good matchup.
0: Um, I'm still waiting to see with that. Yeah. Go I ahead. I think
1: his update has been, is, carries have been up there uh, against uh, uh, Terrence West, so I'm going to go with him as a sleeper A. I had this written down before Christian came on, so I'm not going to put that on there you know. I know. <laughs> I got you. And then sleeper B, I'm going to go with uh, Marquise Wilson for the uh, uh, for the Bears, just because I have to pick somebody who plays the 49ers this week, so <laughs> they let up the most yeah. points. And like I said, he's been getting a lot of targets. He had nine last week, like you said. Eleven last week. week. Eleven last week. Yeah. So there you go. So he's getting the volume, so... Go ahead and for uh for sleeper B. Uh, All right,
0: this one completely based on the matchup, but go ahead Monday night and give me Ryan Fitzpatrick, the quarterback. Wow. Daily league, you can get him for pennies on the dollar. Here's why. The Colts, as we know, very bad, very bad to speak in childish terms against the pass. How about the fact that they've given up at least two touchdown passes in eight straight games? Okay, so you want to go ahead and pencil in at least two for Fitzpatrick, maybe three. That's definitely a top ten, maybe a, maybe even a top you know, I see five performance this week in week 13. That just about does it. We want to thank Tristan Concroft of ESPN.com for jumping on with us. We also want to thank the sponsors, North End, Subaru, and Mazda. Their holiday specials online at BuyNorthEnd.com. For Ryan Storrs, I'm Nick and this saying so long. The Sunday sit-down with Jared Scaley is coming up next. This has been the Fantasy Champion Show presented by North End Subaru and Mazda here on ESPN New Hampshire. Tune in at ESPNNHradio.com.